Thank you, Lord Christ, for guiding us by your light to come and see your great love for us. Amen. We all know the benefits of having friends in high places. A well-placed connection can open all the right doors for you. Back in high school, I worked in a store in the mall that sold music. Back in the days when we had to buy it on tapes and discs if we wanted to hear music on demand. Well, when there was a hot new release coming out, my friends would sometimes ask me to put one aside for them so that they would not sell out and be able to get one. Or when I worked at a church in Washington, we had church members who worked at the Pentagon and the White House and Congress. And if you had friends coming into town and wanted to impress them with a tour, well, we would just call them up and it would happen. Or maybe you know someone who has a box suite at Bank of America Stadium. And if you ever want to watch the game in style, you just call up that friend and you've got tickets. We all know the blessing of having access to someone with power. And that sort of access is what the epiphany of our Lord Jesus Christ is all about. We heard in Ephesians, in Christ Jesus our Lord, we have access to God in boldness and confidence through his faithfulness. Sure, it might be nice when someone can hook us up with concert tickets or dinner reservations when all the other tables are full or stock market tips, but how much more that Jesus Christ gives us access to the one who created all things, the one who tells the stars to shine and the oceans to wave. You know, we've become so accustomed to thinking of ourselves as Christians that we might forget just how audacious and spectacular this is. For the last couple of centuries, people have tended to think of religion as something we choose from on the buffet of beliefs. We think that following Jesus is an option that's out there, just waiting for us to choose that path or not. But this is egocentric and wrong, because the fact of the matter is that God chose us before we were born. Earlier in Ephesians, we read that God chose us before the foundation of the world. Belonging to Christ, though it is something that we take for granted, is a true gift one that is bestowed upon us by grace, not taken or earned by ourselves. And this is especially the case for those of us who have no claim to the promise that God made to Abraham and Sarah. Sure, some of us might have Jewish ancestors. Part of my family is Jewish. My grandfather's name was Israel Weiss. Doesn't get much more Jewish than that. But I am not Jewish meaning that I am not an heir to these promises of God. But in Jesus Christ, we have been by grace brought into the story of God, into being a part of God's chosen people. In Romans, St. Paul writes about this using the metaphor of a vine, noting that we, who were not a part of Israel, have been grafted in to share this rich root of the olive tree. In Jesus Christ, all the world is brought into this story of God's saving and redeeming love. That is one of the primary meanings of the Epiphany narrative. It's about magi who come from outside of Israel 
outside of the promise to worship and adore this child who has been born king of the Jews. The word epiphany means appearing, and the symbol for this feast is often the star, the star that shines for all to come and see God's love for all of us in Jesus. This light has appeared for all the world to see and know that God intends to bless not only Israel, but the whole world, as the promise made to Israel is expanded to include all people. And this expansion happens through Jesus Christ, who opens wide his arms to draw all the world to himself. Epiphany is the great celebration of our inclusion in these promises of God. And in Ephesians, this is described in a few ways. The first is having access to God. The word access here, it does not simply mean that we have God's number in our phone and we can send a message if we want to. No, access means that we have a right to speak, that we have been given an audience with the Almighty. Just like a good friend might be able to give you access to a senator if you're having issues with your passport, well, at an even higher level, Jesus gives us access to God. This means that our prayers do not go unheard. Our sins do not go unforgiven. Our deaths do not go unsaved. And because of this access, we can have boldness before God. We have full assurance of our standing before God because of Jesus Christ. And so we can be bold when we pray naming before God our deepest desires, regrets, hopes, and fears. We can be bold in our actions, knowing that when we fall short, we will be forgiven. When we are knocked down, God will raise us up. When we take the risk of love, we are going with the grain of the new creation in Christ Jesus. We are brought into the promise and we are given boldness in knowing that we are forever and always a part of the beloved community of God. In addition to boldness, Ephesians also says that we have confidence. It's a similar idea, but confidence carries a connotation of a public orientation, whereas boldness is more of an internal disposition. Confidence means that we can be courageous in our faith in a world that is not always open to the mercy of giving people second chances. Or we can love before we ask questions. We can insist on finding peace even with enemies and have trust that there is enough of all the things that we truly need. We can be confident in faith because we have seen Jesus' own faithfulness in his life and passion. Being brought into this story of God's redemption with boldness and confidence, it makes all the difference. This access to and inclusion in the promises of God changes what is possible in our lives. When we see those stars, those signs that God is calling us to follow, we can have boldness to go where God would send us, or to stay where we are and let the gifts of God come through us, just as the Magi offered their gifts. 
with confidence that we are a part of the story of God, we can trust that all shall be well, and that all shall be well, and that all manner of things shall be well. Just imagine what God is doing with us and around us. Something as simple as a star might be an invitation to come and see the glory of God. Perhaps an invitation to have coffee with someone will lead to a sense of God's movement in our community. It could be that in serving at Rowan Helping Ministries, we will come face to face with Jesus in another. Maybe it is in an act of generosity that we find the peace that comes from aligning our priorities with those of the kingdom. The glory of the epiphany, though, is we don't have to imagine what God is up to because we have seen it in the flesh of Jesus. Jesus is forgiving us. Jesus is shepherding us into beloved community. Jesus is guiding us towards love. Jesus is feeding us in the Eucharist. Jesus is seeking to heal our wounds. Jesus is empowering us by the Spirit to bless this world in his name. The story of God has been opened to all of us. We have been given access to abundant life in the Spirit, and we are emboldened by Jesus, the light of the world. To paraphrase what we heard in Isaiah, arise in boldness and shine confidently, for we have access to the light as the grace of God has come to us all.